This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. In this Real Estate News Brief for the week ending June 4th of 2022, what's being done about inflation, how inflation is impacting home buyers, and why lumber prices are actually falling. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Let's begin with economic news from this past week and lots of talk about inflation. President Biden launched a new effort last week to tackle it. As reported by the Washington Post, he was apparently fuming to aides that not enough was being done to control inflation. That turned into a flurry of activity to get the ball rolling and send a positive message to the American people. He met with both Federal Reserve Chief Jerome Powell and former Fed Chief Janet Yellen in the Oval Office and said in a public address that fighting inflation was his top economic priority. President Biden also published an op-ed piece for the Wall Street Journal outlying a three-part strategy for fighting inflation. The first part involves the Federal Reserve's responsibility for controlling inflation, which it's now doing with aggressive rate hikes. Biden says he won't meddle with that, but for part two, he says he will do what he can, or with the help of Congress, to make things more affordable for families. That includes an effort to lower prices for gas, utilities, and prescription drugs, and other everyday goods. The third part involves deficit reduction. The Congressional Budget Office projected the deficit will fall by $1.7 trillion this year. Biden wants to see even more of a reduction with what he calls common-sense tax reforms. Ironically, what was not mentioned was the Fed stimulus and the trillions of dollars that were created over the past two years that increased the money supply by nearly 50%. Additionally, the Fed had continued to buy mortgage-backed securities to support the housing market until spring of 2022 this year, when home prices had already increased by 20%. So in my opinion, the Federal Reserve, together with the U.S. government, for the most part, created the inflation that they're now trying to combat with rapidly rising rates and quantitative tightening. If you'd like to hear more about my opinions on how we got here, listen to the new podcast, On the Market, sponsored by Fundrise. I'm a regular guest expert on that show, and we go into great detail on what's behind the headlines. There's a bit of good news about Social Security thanks to the strong job market recovery. The Treasury Department says that Social Security benefits are now fully funded through 2034. That's one year longer than previous estimates. It also says the disability insurance program has enough funds to pay full benefits for the next 75 years, through 2097. Last year, Treasury officials said that funds would be gone by 2057. Unemployment claims fell for a second week in a row. There were just 200,000 initial claims and 1.3 million continuing claims. Continuing claims are the lowest since 1969. The unemployment rate in May was 3.6%. And now to the housing market. Construction spending was 0.2% higher in April, mostly due to money spent on residential construction. It was up 0.5% for single-family homes, 0.8% for multifamily buildings, and down for non-residential private and public construction. The latest Case-Shiller home price report shows that prices hit a new record high in April. The 20-city index was up 3.1% in April for a yearly rate of 21.2%. But keep in mind that April closings probably had rate locks in March before interest rates increased two points, hopefully slowing down price growth in the future. Mortgage rates didn't move much this past week. Freddie Mac says the average 30-year fixed-rate mortgage was down just one basis point to 5.09%. 
The 15-year was up 1.0 to 4.3%. Purchase applications are now about 14% lower than they were a year ago, thanks to higher rates. The Mortgage Bankers Association says the average contract rate for a 30-year with a 20% down payment was 5.3% last week. And in other news-making headlines, inflation is taking a huge bite out of the homebuyer's budget. According to the National Association of Realtors, homebuyers have to chop $40,000 off their budget for a home because they're paying more for everything else. NAR says the average consumer is paying about $500 a month more compared to a year ago. That's an extra $6,000 a year. NAR's chief economist, Lawrence Yun, expects a 10% decrease in housing demand thanks to higher prices, although he still expects a 5% increase in home prices because of the tight inventory. Lumber prices are coming back down to earth. The National Association of Home Builders says they fell 12% this past week to their lowest level so far this year. The Wall Street Journal reports the prices are coming down because the housing market is cooling off a bit. It says that orders for lumber are slowing down so inventories are building up and sawmills are slashing prices. Well, that is a welcome relief. And that's it for today. Check the show notes for links and please remember to hit the subscribe button and leave a review. And you can also join Real Wealth for free at news4investors.com where you'll get access to a lot more data on specific housing markets where you can still find cash flow and appreciation. I'm Kathy Fetke, and thank you so much for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.